Hi everyone, this is Nikki Papayuanu and I'm your host of Superstar PR. This is season five and I promise you the best guests we've ever had because I've gone around the world and I found people that fascinate me to no end and I'm introducing them to you. Have a listen and thanks for joining us. Welcome everybody to Superstar PR. I'm finding some really interesting folks, you know, since the pandemic. I'm so excited about today's guests because I kind of found them just the way I find people. Uh, these these two are the founders and makers of the film The Sisters Got Us, which is making a film festival circuit around the world. And um, on today's show, I have Mika Statis and Claire Louise Frost from SK Delhi Market Productions out of New York City. How are you guys? Well, how are you? We're good. Thanks for having us. Oh, this is exciting, guys. Like, so I saw the film in Toronto. You want to tell listeners what film festival you were here for? Yeah, we were in yeah. Toronto for the Greek International Film Festival tour of Canada. Yes. yes. And then like what's been happening since then? Because the film was so good. Um, I mean, we've uh, we've continued, you know, the uh, the film festival uh, circuit. Uh, that we're on. We've been in a few more film festivals. We just, uh, we're actually in East Lansing, Michigan at the moment for another one, the East Lansing Film Festival. Uh, we, next weekend, will be in the, the Houston Greek Film Festival. Um, I think uh, right now we're also in the Cyprus Film Festival, a lot of Greek-themed film festivals, obviously. Um, we were just last week in one call uh, in London, the London Rocks Film Festival. We're actually also in the Birmingham, mm -hmm. not to, not, you know, not to throw too many at you, we're at the Birmingham Film Festival. And yesterday we found out that in January we're going to be in California for the Borrego Springs Film Festival. Um, so yeah, we're getting lots of uh, lots of notices uh, as of late from uh, film festivals. Yeah, we're really getting around. <laughs> well, guys, like I have this idea, this kind of in my mind that once something starts and it grows, sometimes it takes a life of its own. If enough people want to talk about your film. Mm -hmm. So the sisters, I mean, what what is the impetus for the story? I feel like I, so many people could relate to that relationship. Um, well, uh, the, the story came about um, largely uh, as a result of COVID, to tell you the truth. Um, uh, it, it began as a, as a desire to use COVID to our advantage creatively, since a lot of us were locked in. In fact, you know, the majority of the world was locked in. Uh, and we decided to make a feature. Uh, and we... I. I came up with lots of different ideas for stories. Um, and the one uh, based on like the log lines, I created many, 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 many. Um, the one that uh, was the most appealing to me and then people I, I shopped it around to uh, was one, was the one that eventually, you know, the the, the, the colonel that went on to become um, Sisters Karis. And as with uh, most stories that I, uh, uh, I end up writing, um, they do usually have something to do with family and occasionally or frequently, as the case may be, Greekness or Greek of the diaspora-ness. Um, and then it just kind of grew into what you what you saw in Toronto a few weeks ago. Well, I mean, listeners, like I saw this really interesting relationship. Um, so the story and guys, correct me if I'm remembering it wrong. This dad passes away. He's not the greatest father of the year. And then he leaves two daughters who don't know each other too well and then leaves them an object to connect over. Mm -hmm. And what did you guys call the object? It was a Dulitico, which is named after the village that my grandmother is from in Greece, in Kefalonia, in Tuyata. So uh, the Dulitico, you know, if anyone anyone who is Greek will know that it's not a real thing. Um, but most people who are not Greek think that. I mean, we've had people like Google it to find out, like, where can I we Google find it? 
yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. But uh, we, I wanted to have, even though it's a fictional uh, item, I wanted to have it rooted in like a real sense of, uh, of you know, Greek authenticity. So um, I, I rooted, I, uh, I said it, you know, as as a, a an item that has its roots in uh, in Tuyata and Catalonia, which is, of course, like I said, where my grandmother's from. Very cool. part of what makes the story work and why I love stories like this one so much is that it is a fictional story and these sisters you know obviously we created these characters but it's rooted in something real or you know and like the, and Tuliata is literally something that's from Micah's family so a Tulitico then is like a fictional version of a real thing and I think setting it in a any story in like a rich world that's specific also makes us able to access that world you know like stupid to say but from the from the general I mean from the specific we get get out to the universal and I think whether you're Greek or not, or whether you have a sister or not, or your father's great or a schmuck or whatever, there's a lot to relate to because we know these people are specific. Well, it's funny. I think um, in the audience, when you showed the film in Toronto, this lady said, I have a whole bunch of heirlooms that are like fabrics and, and, and carpets. And I'm going to look at them a little differently now, which I thought was cool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was always uh, a part of like the idea of the story in the sense that like family, of course, is just, like this intangible thing. It's more of a concept than anything else. It's just like the 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 intangible things that bind us together. But of course, it is through the the things that we, you know, we, we ascribe meaning to that we actually create this like these this accessible world of, of things like family. So like even though the, the rug in and of itself doesn't mean anything to the sisters, it means everything. And that's, of course, you know, uh, what we were trying to explore in the film. And I love that uh, this viewer in Toronto had that comment. It really like warmed my heart and broke my heart too, because we know we have these things and they're so important because of the, the memory or the person associated them. But what do you actually do with that thing? Like nothing, it sits in a trunk or something, but you, you can't get rid of it because it is like a proxy for that person and those memories. It's a really strong thing. Well, I mean, I think you guys played on some emotions in the film where you showed sisters and the dysfunction and function of all sisters. <laughs> and then you showed the object, which can mean nothing and so much in seconds, depending on what happens in your life. And I guess, you know, just like my my friend in Cyprus called me about your movie and she's like, hey, did you hear that movie you told me to watch is in our film festival? And she, she doesn't like when I imitate her, but that's what she sounds like. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, guys, so I mean, how cool, like your film is going everywhere. And if your film could go anywhere now, where do you want it to go? Well, I mean, for us, we, we could list like the the most prestigious film festivals in the world. Uh, but I don't really think that, I feel like that's almost like a like an empty uh, uh, ambition. Our, our, our larger ambition is to have the film uh, be distributed on uh, lots of very, you know, accessible and accessed uh uh, platforms around the world so it can be seen by the most people because even though it is very much rooted in in Greekness both Greek uh, uh, in terms of like first generation Greekness but also Greek Greekness of the diaspora I feel like because it is so specific like Claire was was saying it is a story that most people uh, regardless of whether or not you're Greek can can understand and that was always the point I didn't want to make the, the movie something that was only understandable by people who understand Greek culture um, which is why they're only actually um, mostly it's, it's, it's an international cast and uh, crew in in every sense of the term so uh, whatever platform whether it's you know Netflix what have you uh, gives us the greatest access to people um, that's really what would um, what we would deem success uh, for the film okay I like that I mean we have this joke that when I interview people I give them I just say just say what you want 
say whatever you want. And they're like, why are you a magician? I'm like, no, but put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Just like put it out there. And it's cool when I, people call me after they're like, how'd that happen? And I'm like, I don't know. I was at the gym. Like, good. I'm so happy it happened. (laughs) Um, let me ask you guys. So, so the film is done. You did it during COVID. Now you look at it. Do you like it? That's a good question. Um, Yes, I do like it. And it's, uh, yeah, phew, right? <laughs> um, I don't, th- I mean, no one's seen it more than we have. And we've seen it at every stage and every change and every micro change that only we would notice. Um, but I can say I still watch it and I still think it's fun and interesting. And I mean, I, I am the main character. Like I know every single thing I say, I know what I'm going to say, but I still wonder, I'm like, ooh, are they buying it? It's like, her sister going to take that? Or it's like, what's going to happen? And I think, that's testament to the writing. That's testament how the film was put together. But yes, I still like it. That's awesome. I mean, my mom wants to watch it. And she's like, why is it so complicated? You say you like a movie. How do I watch it after? And I'm like, oh, that's what we've done with streaming. Like, I could brag about something. And then my mother's like, so where is it? I'm like, We'll get there, Ma. <laughs> We're going to get it on Netflix. And then we'll get you to watch it. <laughs> I mean, so like, you know, you filmed this during COVID. What type of challenges did you have trying to make a movie when the world was like in jail? When we went into this process initially uh, from the earliest stages of writing the script, uh, I had very much in the back of my mind uh, an awareness of what um, of what to do, what to look out for, what to avoid, what to lean into insofar as our strengths were concerned, uh, so as to use the use the problems of COVID more as opportunities rather than as problems. Uh, So like, for example, we knew that when we were going to shoot it, um, if we wanted to have the movie set at a time that was not COVID specific, we would, we'd have to be very careful with outdoor shots, for example, with exteriors, because, you know, anybody walking through the shot with a mask on would automatically kill the illusion that it's not during COVID. So we said it, like, if you watch the film, as you, as you have, it's set almost excuse me, exclusively indoors. Right. And we knew that going into it. And we also, um, uh, I, I'm not at all uh, uh, connected to the textile industry, uh, industry, and that's more Claire's world. And that's one thing as we were developing the script and coming up with uh, locations and everything, we uh, the locations you see in the film are the product of a lot of discussions and conversations with other people uh, that are real locations that are actually based on people who live and work in this world specifically. So we used the things that we had available to us uh, that would allow us to make the movie be the richest version of itself um, rather than trying to find ways to shoehorn a film that needed to be actually shot and done during a time that was not COVID, but you know, having it, ha- having it shot during COVID, which of course would have been impossible. Okay, I like that. I, and you know, now that you say it, I noticed that it was a lot of indoor shots, but well done. Um, let me ask you, what was the film budget? 80, 85,000 approximately. Okay. And how long did it take to make you to make this film? Uh, well, it depends what you mean by by make it if you if you're referring to like from inception to completion, uh, then uh, 18 months approximately um, would have started April 2020. And we we our first submission to film festivals would have been at the beginning of this year. So January, 2022, if you're talking about just the production, that would have been the production. The production itself was, uh, including our one day off a total of 16 days. Um, that includes one uh, additional day for a reshoot. That's really good. Not that I know, but like, that's really good guys. Okay. So Claire, let me ask you textiles. 
Yes. Um, that shop. I mean, I was like, I want to go to that shop. Does that shop exist? That shop does exist. And it is, uh, it's my shop. I have a shop with two uh, partners who are also textile dealers and designers. And it's our shop together. And it's in the East Village in New York. And like Micah was saying, it was COVID. And we were sort of using the stories we had, the locations we had. So one rich location we had that was like ready to go, very little, you know, redesign required was, was my shop. And what's your and shop called? It's called Tamam. Tamam. And, um, Beautiful. Sorry to say this to a Greek audience, but it's, uh, we're based in Turkey. So right Tamam on. is a hey. word that means, okay, sure. And a lot of textiles are Turkish rugs or Central Asian textiles. And yeah, it's a great shop. It's in the East Village. Come on down. You know what? Um, I When I get to New York City, I will. I hope so. So what is the moment like, like in the movie, you had um, a, a, a manager of some sort come in and say, I need this very expensive item. And is that real? Does that happen? Um, if you're lucky, you, yeah, you have a customer who is like a high end uh, dealer or, or collector who wants something really nice. And yes. So then at that point, I will go to all my dealer friends around the world, mostly in Turkey, depending on what kind of piece it is and ask them what they have. Like, do you have this kind of textile? They'll send me pictures, I'll send them to the client and that process does exist. And so, and everyone's sort of supporting each other in that world. So like we might have something that someone else wants at some point and maybe you sell it together or you get them a cut, uh, but we all, if everyone succeeds, everyone succeeds. Uh, so that that's real. And uh, actually one of the voices of one of the dealers that I call is actually one of my partners in the store who is a great rug dealer himself in Turkey. That's awesome. So, yeah, he plays a rug dealer. That's so cool. Okay. Well, let me ask you guys, um, what's next for you project wise? Uh, do you guys have another film you're working on? Uh, we have uh, we have a short at the moment that's a, a fancy buzzword that's a proof of concept uh, a film that we we shot this summer uh, with the hopes of uh, generating interest so as to um, get people you know attract investors uh, and we have a few feature scripts that are in various stages of development that ultimately because every everything that we do is done with an eye towards eventually doing the next feature and then the next feature and the next feature so that's ultimately I think that's beyond just like the uh, the the pleasure of having completed a film that we're proud of the goal of the film is also just to generate interest and investment for the next one we're not trying to go to the oscars and buy a house in malibu or anything that's not that's not our goal our goal is to continue to you know to work and to you know sustain ourselves through the work and to make work that we're proud of oh i like that well i think you should be very proud of the sisters got us because i you know when you sometimes you see a movie you don't remember and i remember this movie and I, you know, I told people about it and I was like, well done. And to just think that you guys did this in 16 days. <laughs> that's so cool, man. Like, so, I mean, do you have a trailer that we can include to show our listeners just so, you know, they can try and follow your film, but get a glimpse of it? Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. That'd be awesome. Like you said, you're talking to your friend in Cyprus, like this word of mouth thing is so amazing. And there's nothing better, like no better, I don't know, praise or gratitude than that I can give you then to say, oh my God, thank you so much for talking about our film to someone else and like recommending it. That's beautiful. Thank oh my you. God. I love creatives. That's just why I'm in this space. I'm just like cheering you guys on. This is wonderful. Um, you know, good luck with everything after this. And just if you could tell our listeners, how do they follow you guys and just get updates about the film? Sure. We have Instagram. Please follow us. Uh, we try to be entertaining and also give you info to how to follow us. 
It is SK underscore Delhi underscore market underscore productions. Okay. We're going to tag you when we post about thank this, you, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, best of luck. And you know what? Call me, call me. If you get on Netflix, I'll celebrate with you. Thank awesome. you, Nikki. Thank You'll you be the first much. to know. <laughs> Have a great day and good luck wherever this film takes you. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks so much. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Superstar PR, the podcast. This is season five, and we hope you've enjoyed listening. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know how you like this episode. 